Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Ellie or Terry, are you there? It's Chris. Hello. Hello. Having some technical difficulty with my computer tonight. I apologize. That was going on. This this is Fearless Generation, 12 Steps to Freedom, and this is Kelly Fox. We are happy to have you here tonight, and my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing wonderful. Had a lovely day at the post and glad to be home. Yes. And we are wrapping up Step 10, Trust, tonight. And I'm excited to have with us once again our beautiful friend and fellow coach, Trish March. How are you doing tonight, Trish? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to hear your voices. I was out here <laughs> Oh, you might have deserted me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was trying to get my computer to work, but for some reason it is not. So I apologize for that. Well, it's a perfect night to to talk about that because trusting what's happening, <laughs> even so when it's hell. You can trust technology to mess up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's when you yeah. can trust yourself. Yeah. So trust myself to figure help. something out. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Figure something out. Yeah. So it took me a little time to figure out how I could run the switchboard and call in at the same time on my phone. But I figured okay. it out. Mm-hmm. So, nice. we are going forward. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, uh, Trish, how about you start us off with um, what your view is on trust, how you describe it for yourself, and how you use it uh, for yourself and with your clients? 
Ah, interesting. Well, trust is an interesting word for me, um, or interesting um, oh. for me, I guess. Um, I struggled a little bit with, with trusting myself. I um, well, didn't have too much trouble with uh, trusting my intuition, but trusting myself and um, all the aspects of that, like holding myself accountable and knowing that I would do um, things when I make commitments and things like that um, was always very challenging for me. So this was something I do like to focus on, trusting the process, trusting myself, trusting, um, you know, that I'm going to be making the right decisions or that, I, you know, and trusting my intuition, uh, all things that I need to work on. So um, trust was a big, a big effort for me to overcome personally. And so it's something I do focus on myself. And I do actually focus on it with my clients as well. Um, and some of that is it's really interesting to work with trust with clients because I think people really believe that they have a lot of trust, right? You know, they're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, can, I trust people. I trust myself. I know what I'm doing. But when you really dig into it, you know, people, everything's really at the surface. And, you know, trust is something that can permeate a lot of aspects of your life. And so, when there's a layer of distrust or you lose trust with somebody or even lose trust with yourself, it can have some far-reaching consequences. So, you know, understanding the fear and the choices that you have around trust is a pretty important process, I think, for for my clients, or it's what I've found to be important for my clients. Yeah. Trust is a big big concept, and as I said, it can permeate lots of different areas. When you were struggling with trust for yourself, what was your view of what it would look like if you did trust yourself? Does that I make sense? That, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I still struggle with this quite a quite a bit um, because I I don't always hold myself accountable. I've I have a life where I um, can live very spontaneously. Um, and, you know, I don't have to have a lot of structure in my life because it's really just me I'm taking care of, right? And um, mm-hmm. my life is a lot more free than, you know, some other people that I know. Like, you know, yourself, Kelly, or my sister, or, you know, lots of different people in life. So, um, you know, when I commit to myself or when I, um, well, I guess I'll just use that. When I commit to myself, I don't always have to keep that because, you know, who's going to judge or who's going to know? Um, so, and, you know, because I don't have a ton of structure and I live very spontaneously, it is easy to be like, to just kind of go with the flow. Well, you know, I'm just going to, I'll do that later. Or now doesn't seem like the right time. So, um, it is something that I'm working towards really holding myself, you know, I, I made a commitment or I've decided to do something and rather than let myself go, I really need, I've been working on trusting myself. And trusting, trusting that I will hold to those commitments and, you know, be willing to, to make the effort to step forward, um, you know, and, and I'm trusting myself to do that. So it is mm-hmm. an ongoing process. Um, you know, some of it, you know, really facilitated by my lifestyle. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So, so for just, you, trusting yourself comes down yeah. to a level of accountability to yourself. 
It is. Well, trusting, yes, trusting that I will, I will hold to my commitments is, is a part of the trust for myself. You know, mm-hmm. the other part is, awesome. is knowing that I will, um, that I'm going to find a way to make it. Do you know what I mean? So that I don't have to feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. So part of that's the safety, safety thing for me as well. And I, I find that for some of my clients as well. Safety is a big issue. Um, community is a big issue. Um, you know, everybody wants to be part of a community, and, you know, and it's hard to trust. It's hard to trust people. So you really have to build up to that, or you have to be secure enough in yourself and what's going on with you that you don't necessarily need to rely on trusting those other people. You can go into that relationship um, kind of vanilla and build from there, right? Like you don't have to go in you know, learning to go into relationships or develop relationships without any expectations is a great skill to, um, for my clients to, to learn, um, you know, and just trusting the process and trusting how relationships develop naturally and not going in with any expectations. So sorry, I knew that kind of mm-hmm. went around a little bit, but, um, you know, so for me, trust has a lot of different components. You know, it's the accountability, it's the commitment, and it's, you know, trusting myself in the process and knowing that, you know, I will be safe regardless, um, you know, and then sharing sharing those skills and uh, concepts with my clients. Awesome. So that means- Terry, were you about to say something? I don't think so, but I agree with uh, Trish. I, I think uh, while I was listening, I was really putting together m- – several of the steps in the, you know, the pathway to freedom and the different steps that we've been going through. I think trust is where it is because it takes a lot of uh, foundational steps in order to get to that point where, where trust can be internal. And I really like what you said about, you know, if you trust yourself and you have intention to connect with and see uh, see people's innocence, that it really is trusting yourself is almost enough. When you go into relationships, the trust will come, but when the intention is to see people's innocence and to connect, that's really what is trusting yourself and trusting the process. And if people turn out to not warrant uh, their behavior is not trustworthy or there's something about them that that eventually that relationship is not going to go anywhere because of that, that's okay because you went in trusting yourself, trusting the price process, trusting your intuition or your higher power, and what what happens happens. And you kind of surrender to that process. And then I think that allows you not to be tied to a specific outcome in your relationship or in circumstances. So if they work out, they work out. If they don't work out, they don't work out. And you still trust the process. And I think that that comes when you're willing to go deep in understanding trust. Yeah. I totally agree with you guys. I know Rhonda says something similar to that of, if you are truly trusting yourself, it doesn't matter what the other person does because you're trusting yourself to 
uh, be able to show up in the situation, behave um, as you would behave regardless of the other person, and, you know, be able to handle whatever comes because you trust yourself in that situation. Um, For me, trust is, as I've told you, one of the hardest things for me to do was to trust myself. And so in my process, I, of, you know, the last 14 years and being in fearless living, there have been stages where trust has been really hard for me to even define, um, to even picture what my actions would be or how I would feel or what I would do um, if I trusted myself. And then it became this vision of like Wonder Woman or superhero that can handle any situation uh, no matter what. And uh, that was kind of hard to live up to or, you know, obtain. And so through the years, I've been able to simplify it and make it actually doable. And now it is being able to show up as myself in whatever situation. I can trust that I know who I am and I can show up as that person at all times. So that is something that I can do. It's something I can practice. Um, It's something I can have an intention about. It's something I can acknowledge myself about. Um, You know, I have an awareness about, right? I mean, you go through the steps and, you know, I have to be willing to do that, willing to practice, willing to show up, willing to uh, look at myself and reassess, you know, um, all the tools can apply to that. Yeah. So, Trish, as you know, we like to focus this year on tools and giving our listeners tools. What would you say is um, your number one or two tools that you use to support yourself with trusting yourself and others? Um, Of course, I think intention is probably my number one here, right? Um, setting intention to be willing to practice trusting myself and um, trusting others. And then I also really try to do away with any of those silent contracts um, and do my best to try to have agreements around things so that, you know, that I, we've made an agreement and I feel that I can hold somebody accountable to that or hold myself accountable to that, as I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So, Working mm-hmm. on agreement um, versus, um, you know, trying to, you know, or trying to deal with those silent expectations or silent contracts. I want to definitely talk about things and make sure I have agreement with them. Um, and I think just practice. Uh, number one thing for me is practicing. Um, practice, you know, I, that's been my um, kind of my mainstay, especially in learning how to work with my intuition and recognize the, the signs of when, you know, when it's speaking to me, right? Like that really took a mm-hmm. lot of practice. You know, giving myself opportunities, even in small increments of 
learning to recognize when learning to recognize the response of my intuition or turning to my intuition or learning to trust myself, you know, using small, uh, breaking things in a small, so I'm not like, you know, jumping into the big lake saying, you know, I, I don't know how to swim. I'm going to jump in this big lake. Like, you know, taking little steps to learn how to, to do this, to trust myself, to trust mm-hmm. others, trust my intuition, to trust the process, like taking little steps to build the confidence in the process. Mhm. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, as a swimmer, I love that analogy, right? Um, you know, I started swimming when I was five and they didn't just throw me in the pool. You know, it was a slow process. I mean, competitive swimming when I was five. So it was a slow process, right? I got in the water when I was younger. I started to learn how to swim in a tiny pool. Um, then I moved to the bigger pool. Uh, then I started to learn skills. You know, I learned how to jump off the block, uh, dive, you know, swim, right? And then it became something I was able to do, right? And there were lots of stretches and risks and, and dives, especially that first time you, you dive off the blocks, right? That's kind of scary and you don't know if it's going to, you're going to belly flop or, you know, what's going to happen, right? Um, but the more you do it, the more you practice, the more skilled you get at it. And I think that that's, that's a, a really awesome analogy, especially for me, because I can relate to that. I can picture it. I I have visceral experiences with it. And so, um, you know, whatever it is that you do or that you learned how to do, that you practice. You know, kind of think of that analogy and see how you can arrange it for yourself so that you can have those visceral experiences as well of of you practicing, of you taking those baby steps, of you progressing and then being able to do whatever skill it was to uh, to be able to accomplish that that goal. So I think that's I think that's awesome because anyone can tweak that, right? Like you talked about jumping in a lake without knowing how to swim, right? I talked about swimming as well because I can relate to that. But somebody can change it and make it relate to them because we've all had something in our lives that we had to learn how to do before we were skilled at it. Yep, that's true. And I think having the willingness, sure, absolutely, and having the willingness to really take those steps and to be patient with yourself, and you know, take the time to learn the process. And awareness is always a big thing for me. I always am. I try to be as self-aware and aware of situations, and give myself an opportunity to learn and grow and stretch. So for me, you know, seeing where fear is coming up for me, and I'm not trusting. And then the ultimate thing for me is surrender, surrender. Uh, you know, you can, to me, you can use that interchangeably with trust, right? Surrender to the process, surrender to yourself, surrender to your intuition. And it's really just, to me, surrendering is like opening yourself up. It's almost like standing on the side of a cliff and just opening yourself up and letting your heart be open, right? And just kind of opening mm-hmm. yourself up to that and being willing and surrender and, you know, see what comes. Mhm. Yeah, for me, I have to trust myself to surrender. 
right? Because I'm letting go of control. I'm letting go of, you know, my need to see that step, you know, that next step or those next five steps in front of me. I, you know, I have to let go of that, right? To be able to surrender um, what's, what's going to happen next to the process or to my higher power, to whatever the situation calls for. Right. So yeah, I love how you put those together because they think that, you know, at least for me, it takes a great deal of trust to, to be able to surrender to the process. Yep. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I guess I was always thinking of that kind of just surrendering to the process because I, well, you're right. It's it's trust and control. Um, I, you know, you got to give up that, give up the willing, be willing to give up control to have, to have that trust. So yes, I agree with that. Thank you. (laughs) Terry, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, uh, intention and surrender are probably two of the biggest steps, uh, that I equate to um to trusting but as far as skills and tools i really like um the risk tool and i i think that that is kind of comes into the program uh after you've developed some rigor to your understanding of the skills and strategies and tools of fearless living and that is uh that's the acronym for releasing your attachments to the outcome I think in order to release your attachments to a specific outcome takes trust. It takes surrender. It takes awareness. It takes willingness. It takes these steps in order to release a specific outcome and to just be present and to look for opportunities and to move ahead. And the I part of the risk formula is to invest fully in your intention, which I think we've talked about that, that our intentions are a way of trusting and moving forward, and then standing for the truth. That's a big part of the foundational skills in, in fearless living is to have compassion, honesty, and personal accountability or responsibility, and then to keep kindness as a priority. And so the risk formula, releasing your attachment to the outcome, investing fully in your intention, standing for the truth, and keeping kindness as a priority to me, is a great tool, a way to check up your level of trust, your level of surrender, your level of seeking possibilities, your level of unconditional love, your level of awareness, whatever it is, whatever step you're working on, I believe the risk formula can assist you in keeping yourself in that uh, mindset of trust. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's great, Terry. Thanks for that. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing, Kelly, that Um, I was going to ask is that I I talked a little bit about, you know, building my confidence and practicing, and I think that acknowledgments and gratitudes are going to play a big part of that as well. I know we use that for a ton of different things, but I think just – acknowledging yourself or trusting yourself or trusting the process or trusting the journey and just keep reinforcing that is really going to continue to build confidence. And then 
also in trusting others and trusting situations outside of yourself, the gratitude will help reinforce that as well. Just building that confidence that you can, you know, not only practice, but then, you know, really recognizing the practice and, you know, reinforcing that with those, with those simple practices of acknowledgement and gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I think gratitudes and acknowledgements fit at every level of fearless, uh, fearless living. I just, I can't stress that enough when I'm doing my little Terry talks in the morning. I think about, I think I bring that up almost every single talk, no matter what step we're working on. Um, Gratitudes help you to focus on, on all the blessings you have in your life. They change your mindset from complaining and acknowledgements, build your confidence and keep you from beating yourself up. And the more you trust, the universe to bring good things to you and the more you recognize the growth that you're going you're building in your own life then trust is going to be um, you know it's going to be enlarged and it's going to become internalized and it's going to be a pattern and a mindset that that you can take with you into any situation absolutely I've shared this month that um, acknowledgement sorry uh, acknowledgements are one of my biggest tools with trusting myself because it's a way that I can build evidence on the side of, yes, Kelly, you can trust yourself. And so I think that the reason why gratitudes and acknowledgements come up all the time is because they are a daily practice of fearless living. If you are not writing five acknowledgements and five gratitudes a day, every day, then, you know, that is an opportunity of where you can practice. Start doing that and start with one a day um, and then build up to two and three and four and five. And you can do more than five if you want to. You can do as many as you want. But get yourself to the point where you can do five of each a day and and have that practice. I know that... There's been times in my life, uh, I have not been as good as Terry with this practice, but there's been times in my life where I've just gone and and I haven't had those acknowledgments and the gratitudes, and currently I am doing a good job. I do it every day, and I can tell the difference in so many different ways, and it, it, it really affects the way you feel on a daily basis when you take the time to be aware and be willing to write them down. Yep. I think that's great. Point. All right, ladies. Yes, thank you. Um, we just have a few minutes left. So, Trish, is there any last uh, last words you have to share with us on this step? Um, I think just an important thing that important realization I had for myself was that I, you know, the more that I trust myself, the more I'm going to be able to trust others. So mm-hmm. um, I I didn't always feel like that. I know when I first started fearless living, I kind of ranked some of the some of the trust areas that we have or that I have in my life, and uh, I I do feel like I trusted others much more than I trusted myself and. You know, which I think was a false trust. <laughs> you know, the more I dug into it, the more I, or the realizations came that, you know, I I think that I 
was maybe not, I didn't care as much, right? Um, mm-hmm. So really, I, I cared a lot about, you know, the trusting that I was doing, like internally and things, and I wasn't committing to it because I didn't want to let myself down. And in doing that, I was letting myself down. So, you know, mm-hmm. one of the big reasons why I really worked on trust and, you know, trusting my journey or, you know, being trusting the journey that I'm going through, trusting the process of learning and developing and growing and how things are coming to me in my life was just such a key thing to a key aspect of, you know, my freedom, right? My wheel of freedom and developing who I am and being authentic. Um, That, you know, it just became a huge um, reminder to me and something that helped support me and with my intentions, my acknowledgements and gratitudes that, you know, the more I trust myself, the more I'm going to be able to trust others. Yes. Yes, thank you. Terry, any quick words? We have about a minute. <laughs> no, I disagree. I, I think that just like when we talk about self-acceptance and, and loving oneself, uh, there's an authenticity to our love for others once we we truly love ourselves. And I think it's the same way with trust. You know, when we can trust ourselves, trust, and for me, it's just uh, trusting that I can do what I want to do, and that I have the I have backup by my higher power, and trusting that higher power always to know that that the, what's happening is going to be the best possible thing that for me to continue to get out of my comfort zone and grow and become more uh, of what I my soul intends me to, for me to be. So. I I couldn't agree more with the idea of trusting yourself allows you to trust others more authentically. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you ladies. And thank you, Trish, for being here with us again. We appreciate so much your uh, commitment uh, and and, um, willingness to show up each month to, um, integrate all of these steps with us. Absolutely. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank we you. Love you. Yeah. And we appreciate you listeners as well as you come back each week and, and listen to the show. And we truly hope that it's supporting you. And until next week, everyone be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night.